Welcome back to the Red Dice Diaries. I'm your host, John, and in today's episode, I'm going to be giving you some ideas on how player characters can announce themselves in a D&D game. Okay, so what do I mean when I say player characters introducing themselves? Well, I'm sure we're all familiar with the now-so-standard trope of player characters meeting in a tavern before their first adventure and you know you get them to introduce themselves to each other describe their characters maybe say a little bit about themselves and then you jump into the fun part of the adventure and you crack on and that's all well and good although it's become something of a slightly tired trope and most often now we'll get people to introduce themselves at the start of a game either in character or out of character and we'll just jump into it but I started thinking recently that there's possibly another way to do this. And this was spurred on by my recent acquisition of a copy of the Dungeon Module B2, Keep on the Borderlands by Gary Gygax. I picked up a used copy on eBay. As you'll have heard if you listen to my In Used Condition episode. And in that, there is an interesting segment at the start of the book when it talks about approaching the keep. And it describes how the player characters could approach the keep. And then there's a little DM note that says, Have each player identify his or her character's name and profession. Have them answer in their own words why they seek entrance to the place. If the answer sounds unnatural, assume the role of the Corporal of the Watch and begin to cross-examine the speaker. Now is the time to make the players realise that whatever they say, as speech or relating their actions, will be noted by you as the Dungeon Master and acted upon accordingly in whatever role is appropriate to the situation. A courteous and full reply might well win a friend amongst the soldiers, who might be of aid sometime. Rudeness and discourtesy may bring suspicion and enemies to trouble the course of things within the otherwise safe base area. When you are satisfied the scene is played out, have the group enter. And this got me thinking that this is a pretty interesting way of handling the PC introductions, by having an NPC ask them their business or what they want in the town. It establishes a quick interaction with an NPC, sets the tone for the area they're about to enter, and it gives the players a chance to slide into the persona of their character and start portraying them in a potentially fairly non-threatening sort of light scenario. But also, as it said in The Keep on the Borderlands, there can also be consequences from this encounter. So again, it's easing them into the idea of role-playing and the notion that there are consequences to their actions in this game world. And I really like that. Obviously, B2 was designed as an introductory module for characters level 1 to 3. So it takes things a little bit more softly, softly, and slowly leads players into it. But I still think this approach has an awful lot of merit and could be of great use to even experienced GMs and players in their game. And it doesn't just have to be the soldiers at a keep interrogating them. Perhaps they meet a traveller on the road who asks them where they're heading to, maybe shares their campfire, and you can tease a few details out of them during that encounter and it's i think it's a great use of npcs and it also gets the player characters to interact with npcs in a somewhat less confrontational environment now there's nothing wrong with confrontation in games like DD. after all a part of the game is built on combat but it's about achieving a balance 
Another advantage of having a an NPC speak to the player characters and try and tease out a bit of their background information and their history is you can establish in your mind what the players place a particular emphasis on. For instance, if a guy in a tavern asks the player characters what they're doing and where they're heading to, and one of the PCs spends a great deal of time talking about his military background as a soldier fighting in an army back in the day, then you can rightly intuit that this player wants to see some of that appear in the game in future or have it affect the game as it progresses and you can make arrangements to slide in a few scenes that deal with that or highlight those elements of a pc's background now as i'm sure you're aware if you know me i'm not a fan of massive player character backgrounds i generally like a few bullet points because and this is precisely why i'm not a fan of them because i'd rather that sort of stuff be just sort of established roughly and then it can be defined and built upon in game in an interesting encounter or series of encounters that you play through rather than just having a story that you as a gm have to read about stuff that happens before the actual game begins because let's face it the game is supposed to be the exciting bit however if when your npcs are talking to the players you find out that one of them talks a great deal about the fact that they're on the run from a notorious crime family why would you not want to bring that into your game in the future? Because you know at least one of your players, probably more, is invested in that. And they're literally saying to you, this is the sort of thing I'd like to see in a game. So it's a sneaky way of you getting some GM feedback as well. And one last piece of advice I'm going to offer for when it comes to teasing out these details about a player character's appearance or their background using an NPC is that you should always attempt to ask leading questions that point the player in the direction of the information that you are interested in. Because as I've talked about before when I mentioned the tyranny of the blank page, it's often stated amongst artists that making that first mark on a blank page is the most intimidating because before then you're just staring at the blank page and there's limitless possibilities of what you could draw or paint on it and the sheer scope of the choices available can often lead to a sort of mental paralysis and when i was studying art at university we were often taught that if you had a blank canvas the first thing you should do is pick a neutral color and just cover the whole canvas in it because once you've done that and you've been thinking about decisions while you're doing it you've made that first mark making the second is often a lot less intimidating and it's a similar thing when it comes to rpgs if you just and whether this is feedback or character backgrounds for instance with feedback if you just say to the players after a game what did you think of the game you'll probably get some fairly generic feedback back like oh yeah yeah it was okay or yeah i had fun or stuff like that and that's great but it's not very useful whereas if you ask more leading questions ones that sort of tell them and telegraph what specific information you want you're much more likely to get some constructive feedback now when it comes to npcs questioning the player characters and you've probably got a bit of basic background for them again asking leading questions can be a good way to get the information you want or to get the players thinking along a particular line so let's return to our earlier example of the hypothetical man on the road that they've met they're 
all sat around a campfire they've made camp they've determined watches whatever they're eating their iron rations or whatever on other unappetizing fodder they have for the evening and they're sat around the campfire chatting now let's say for this hypothetical example that you have a player character who comes from the city of thieves in your setting and you know that but you don't have a great deal more about him and you can assume there may be a thief coming from the city of thieves but you don't have a great deal more detail perhaps you have this npc roadman say to them oh i recognize that accent it's uh it's from the city of thieves isn't it which of the guilds did you belong to and straight away, you've not only sort of directed the player characters to fill in a bit of that information, but you've also been able to slip a bit of the law of your setting into that conversation, i.e. the fact that there are guilds in the City of Thieves. But you've left it a little bit open for the player to sort of interpret it how they will. So they might interpret City of Thieves, oh, there's more than one Thieves Guild there. They may assume there's other types of guilds there. But when they, whatever their answer is, will give you some idea of what they want to see in the future of the game, as we've just said. And it allows you to build up layer by layer the amount of detail and lore in your campaign setting without just doing a massive lore dump. And obviously, once they've answered the first question, you can then based on their answer, have the NPC ask them some other questions like fill in a few more details if you want. So let's say they go, oh yeah, I'm from the, the Black Rose Guild of Assassins. You might have the, the NPC look a little bit worried and say sort of like, oh, um, I'm not in any danger. I um, I heard that the, the, the Black Rose Guild, they, they have a specific code that they follow. Is, is that right? And then the player character can maybe sort of elaborate on that and help you define the lore a little bit more. So you're not only getting the benefits I've described earlier, but also you're getting the players to help define and firm up some of the lore of your setting, giving it a little bit more texture and a little bit more depth. So there we are. There's a few suggestions and thoughts on getting player characters to introduce themselves in a game. Hope you've enjoyed the episode and you find this useful. If you'd like to get in touch, maybe tell us how you have player characters introduce themselves or how you tease information out of them then you can get in touch in a number of different ways. You can leave us a voicemail message on SpeakPipe or Anchor, or you could send us an email to rdrpgpodcast at gmail.com. So until we see you again, take care, stay safe, and whatever you're playing, have fun. <laughs>